another episode of Sounds Reasonable to Me. This podcast is created and produced by IamReasonable.com, and I'm your host, CJ Sand. In this week's episode, we're going to take a look at taking the high road and why it has to be so hard in today's busy world. Has it always been that the low road, the critical, the angry, the cruel, has always been the path of least resistance? Are we as human beings hardwired to naturally default to laying the blame on others, creating scapegoats, and trying to lie our way out of difficulties? Why does it seem so rare and extraordinary when someone actually takes the high road and does the right thing? The fact that so many of us use the low road is actually kind of funny, since from 5 to 12 years old, all of us have been immersed in an environment that should have prepared us to follow the high road without exception. Elementary school. A place where firm rules about how we are to behave and how we interact with others is drilled into us day after day. All of these attributes were espoused in 1988 by Robert Fulgham in his best-selling book, All I Really Need to Know I Learned in Kindergarten. Here's an excerpt. All I really need to know about how to live and what to do and how to be I learned in kindergarten. Wisdom was not at the top of the graduate school mountain, but there in the sandpile at Sunday school. These are the things I learned. Share everything. Play fair. Don't hit people. Put things back where you found them. Clean up your own mess. Don't take things that aren't yours. Say you're sorry when you hurt somebody. Wash your hands before you eat. Flush. Now there are more, but you get the idea. Everything you need to know is there somewhere. The golden rule... Love, basic sanitation, ecology, politics, equality, sane living. And we all lived and learned in that environment for years. Yet to look at the evening news, you'd think these ideas came from some other planet. Somewhere along the way between kindergarten and becoming a grown-up, we seem to lose a lot of this simple, sharing, loving, sane view of how people should treat each other and live. It sometimes seems that our political, economic, spiritual, and online leaders wouldn't make it to lunchtime in most elementary schools. They'd either be sent home for bad behavior, or at least be put on the naughty step and be told to sit and think about what they'd done while the rest of the class is out at recess. Why is it so easy to take the low road? I have some ideas on this. First of all, I think that getting mad about something, lashing out, or going on the defensive, it's just, it's just too easy. It's the knee-jerk, no-brainer reaction. You feel like you're being attacked and you just react, and, or more likely, overreact. In the back of your head, you know that it's probably wrong to be doing this, but you see red, and you just react. Another idea I have about our propensity of following the low road revolves around the feeling that our modern world sometimes boils down to, if it makes money, then it's good, and if it doesn't make money, then who cares? 
I think this is a very dangerous way to look at the world, because by monetizing everything, suddenly everything has a price. I'm not just talking about standard commodities, but things like right and wrong, good and evil, how we treat our environment, human life itself. I believe we need to have a moral compass that does not have a price, one that does not allow us to put a dollar and cents value on everything in our world. There should be some things that money can't buy. That would be taking the high road. Another thing that concerns me is how we spend our time, and how much of it boils down to, does this make good television? The tragedy here is that most of the really important things in life aren't really all that interesting to watch. Taking care of old people and children, helping the sick and the needy, doing things for others, these don't necessarily make for good television viewing, so we rarely see it unless we're directly involved in actually doing it. But so many of us do spend a lot of our discretionary time watching TV or some other kind of small screen. And this necessarily means that we end up watching things that do make for good TV, and it leaves us bombarded by conflict, people being cruel to each other, people taking stupid risks with their lives. Critical, greedy, hyper-competitive people trying to shove each other out of the spotlight just to get their 15 minutes of fame. Becoming a fan, which is short for fanatic, of sporting events that have more in common with the ancient gladiators than with what we call modern culture. We watch events where human beings are getting seriously hurt, and instead of trying to put a stop to it, we're screaming for them to cart the injured player off the field so they can bring on some fresh meat and get on with the game. Think about it. In society, where we are all so risk-averse normally, everything has to have a non-slip surface, a hand railing, a warning sign. And yet you can go to a high school football game and there's an ambulance standing down, ready to haul away the broken bodies of the kids who will no doubt be seriously hurt during the contest. And we are totally okay with that. It's just part of the game. We are totally okay with watching someone's child being hauled away. For our own entertainment? Is that the high road we're aspiring to? Now, I know we're all products of what we experience, what we read, what we watch. But somehow, somewhere along the way, a lot of these good, wholesome behaviors and habits we learned when we were younger, they seem to get replaced with behaviors that make for profit and good television. Now, who is to blame for all this? I mean, that's what we do in Western culture. We identify a problem and then we assign blame. So, who is this fiendish, scheming criminal that we can pin the blame on? Can we place the blame on corrupt politicians, greedy capitalists, narrow-minded preachers? No. Unfortunately, we've identified the culprit here. And it's us. It's we who watch the stuff on TV and on the internet and make it profitable. We're the ones who buy the products they advertise on the abusive shows and on the questionable websites. We tolerate it. We make it profitable. We make it popular. 
We're as much to blame as the people we actually watch doing the bad things. We're the reason the environment is polluted. We're the reason corrupt politicians and power-mad corporations run riot over so much of the world. All we'd have to do to change it is to simply change our behavior, and they would change with us. If we didn't tolerate it, or make it popular, or make it profitable, then I believe they wouldn't do it. Every little thing we do matters. It matters a lot. If we really do want to live in a world where people choose to take the high road, then we all need to take a step back and change our beliefs and behaviors and model that change we'd like to see in others. And working toward a world where people share everything, play fair, don't hit people, put things back where they found them, clean up their own mess, and don't take things that aren't theirs, well, that sounds reasonable to me. Thank you for listening. Sounds Reasonable to Me is an IamReasonable.com production. IamReasonable.com, working for a more reasonable tomorrow.